Good morning and welcome to another delicious, fresh uh, post-quarantine. Not in, really. Or, no, we're still in quarantine. Yeah. An episode of Music to My Beers. How about this? Another quarantine, another fantastic weekend in quarantine, Music to My Beers. That sounds good. That's a good good intro. I am Zach Miller, joined alongside Warren Cluck. We are uh, with you from 10 until noon today. We've got music, we've got beer chat, and m- might even throw in an event or two. Some socially distanced events, right? Maybe. I'm excited. You were talking about something. We may have uh, something to talk about later on the show, an actual beer event that's going on, so we'll get to that. We have a lot of uh, quarantine chit-chat to get to. We we have had, since the last time we do the show, an ease in restrictions, so this was the first week we've been allowed to go inside of uh, bottle shops. Oh, have you been in? I have, Ooh. and I can tell you this. I didn't realize how much I mi- how much I missed just milling around a beer store and just looking at what they have. I went to three or four different stores this week just because I wanted to look around, which I suppose isn't like essential travel or anything. I was wearing a mask, but hey, we'll, yeah, we'll talk all more about that fun. Uh, thanks for joining us for another quarantine edition of Music to My Beers. Michiana's first, first best, 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 best and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music, music to my beers on Real Rock 103.9 The Bear. This is music to my beers, and thank you for joining us. I am Cluck with Zach. We are back for a, a fresh edition. I know we ha- we haven't been able to get into the studio as often as we'd like here during quarantine. We're doing the best we can while complying with. County and state social distancing guidelines. That's right. Wearing our masks. Yeah. As we go into bottle shops. You mentioned just a bit ago that uh, you've you've been in a bottle shop as of recently. Yeah, I, right? think, the, I think the last uh, Music to My Beers we did, we talked about how uh, a lot of the places and uh, awesome that they did this citywide and Belmont Chalet, where you were able to either download an app or call your order ahead. But the problem I had with that is that a lot of times I'm going to a beer store. I don't know what I want or what I'm in the mood for or I want to see what's new. So I, it's hard to like close my eyes and imagine. Okay, these are the beers that are probably there, and I, <laughs> but I also didn't want to waste a lot of the time and like call the guy at Citywide and say, "Yeah, can you just kind of read off like sixteen cool beers you have?" So uh, got any of those memesicles? Yeah. So I was able, to, and it was the the first day we were allowed to. I, I tried it into the location down in South Bend and put my mask on, hit the hand sanitizer on the way in, and I got to do some shopping. And I forgot, man, how much I love. Just looking and seeing and thinking, do have I had this? Have I had this recently? Is this new? Is this on sale? Uh, the first first day I walked in there, they had a, a big, huge sale on Prairie. Ooh! And I, we've all had the Prairie Bomb. That's a, a fantastic beer. But I, I didn't know the Prairie also did uh, like a hazy IPA. Oh, so, yeah. I didn't so know I that. scooped up some of those, and he's like, "Yeah, we're we're just gonna clear this stuff out." And I thought, see, I would have never known any of this if I was on the outside waiting for you to bring me my order. That's true. I mean, the I stopped at a Blarney Stone this week. I went to a Belmont, and it was just wow. like, yeah, I know, I know. I, I I just went in and thought, okay, I, I can get back to this a little bit if I can get it in and out real quick. The one thing that I will say about the apps and calling ahead that I liked is that if you're planning a party, remember those? Like yeah. way back in the Classic day. good times. Remember once three we, months ago when we could all get together? Sweet. Once we can get back to having those like maybe tail end of the summer parties, uh, maybe even in the fall bonfires and stuff like that, you can gear up for a party and just order all that stuff. You don't, I mean, and then just show up, pick it up, and then head head home. You don't have to spend all that time anymore. Yeah, and uh, the one annoying thing, and, and you can get around this if you go buy directly at uh, a local brewery, like the if you're you know the the crooked you or wherever, is you can get the beer cold. Oh yeah. But early in the quarantine, I was getting by just stopping at a grocery store, and uh, and we even had a good laugh at how you know some of these big grocery stores are sleeper cool. Uh, they have pretty decent selections, but everything's warm. 
Oh, yeah, you're right. So now that you can yeah. go in and you can actually grab something cold out of the cooler and then go home and immediately enjoy. So that, that's been kind of nice. That is. I didn't even think about that um, because I, yeah, I've been mostly buying from grocery stores and then going home and, and chilling it, but uh, also trying to hit up local places as much as possible, too. There, were, there was one week um, in the past two weeks that I rode to the Crooked View twice on my bike and picked up beer. Probably best for everybody you were on your bicycle. <laughs> it was great. Uh, kid in tow, and that was a weird feeling as well, because you could actually bring... Oh, yeah. So my we both wore masks, went in, did the exchange program at the U, where you bring in the growler, they give you a, a, the fresh, cleaned growler, and uh, there, it, there's something with the um, with the state or the health officials where you cannot, you cannot bring in your own growler that's not from that location have you heard about that yeah no but i've got i've got a, a howler or oh yeah uh, whatever floating around in my van from hop station and i've been oh. meaning to swing by and get that refilled but uh i no I, I wasn't aware of that i'm the guy that has the growler at home forgets it buys another one takes it home then i've got like six growlers from you know the same place i'm just I'm, I'm never thinking ahead. but has got to uh, reuse and re- reduce, right? And recycle. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's good to know, though. Yeah. Yeah. So went in there, got some beer um, maybe two weeks ago. It's good. Good time. I'm I, trying to remember when I did some stuff. Yeah. All these days here. just blending together. But it does feel good to get out a little bit. But the mm-hmm. more we talk about the social distancing and, and you watch as, as people and, uh, and groups are starting to plan events. And, you know, I know there, there was a restaurant we talked about earlier this week uh, that was putting mannequins in uh, 50% of the seats in the restaurant so that everyone would abide by the social distancing rules. But, man, it's really made me think that this, the you know, as far as getting back to the way things were, it's going to be a long time, if at all, we get to those those classic uh, beer festivals that I would say we took for granted. We did. Yeah, you know, I remember skip, yeah. skipping the one at the Century Center last year because I'm like, eh, I, I, I've been, but now what I, what I wouldn't do to kill and uh, go downtown and try a bunch of beers that I've already had before. Gonna have to pour one out for our homies at uh, Dark Lord Day this past yeah, weekend, and that was the first casualty. This last, uh, this this was supposed to be the weekend of yeah. Dark Lord Day that we should have been enjoying ourselves over in Munster, but you, you know we can't. And you you wonder if the, the way things are right now with with guidelines and restrictions, uh, if they're even going to be able to have that in the future, or if it's going to be a completely different format, or or. I, I don't even know. How would you do that? I mean, you, Hop on a Zoom call, see if you can get tickets. I yeah, don't know. I don't know. Watch some crazy, uh, insane metal band while you bake out in the heat. But uh, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss it. But also, it, yeah. uh, it gave us so many things to look forward to throughout the, the social drinking year. And we, we've laughed on the show. We've been on the air now five years. How our calendars are sort of the same every year as far as, you know, there's the Dark Lord Day, which kind of kicks off the festival season. The Heart of Winter, we have some indoor beer festivals. I know there was one at Four Winds Casino in South Bend that got canceled early on in the pandemic. But now that all these things are gone, like how are we gonna how are we gonna socially drink with each other? You I know? know we gotta we gotta figure out a, a new and creative way to get back to that. Because one of the things too is you you start to think as far as beer festivals and big releases and the lines and all the fun uh, ticket lottery. Just because they're gonna have it doesn't mean people will come on the other side of this. Like we haven't seen the first big event on the other side of this where people are comfortable going. So who knows? Yeah. You know, my wife and I are split down the middle as far as the gym goes. The second the gym opens up, I'm going. She said, I don't think I'm going to be comfortable doing that, so I'm probably never going to go. Yeah, well, the weather's nice now, so you don't, I mean, if you want to get on the treadmill, now we've got sidewalks and stuff where you can just run around neighborhoods. 
Yeah, I know. I don't want people to see me running, though. (laughs) So my own self-consciousness keeps me inside and uh, and fat. So it was a shelfie last week. It's a freshy episode this week. Yeah, I feel like we we could get used to this. This is like phase one of Music to My Beers getting back together. Yeah, it's going to be really nice down the line if this ever happens again. We won't be able to use any of these shows for reruns because it was just us talking about the fact there's nothing going on. (laughs) All right. But we found new ways to get around it. And- yeah, and we're going to talk a little bit later on the show about uh, something that is going on. And, uh, you know, it's it's fun because, one, the festivals are going to change forever. They're probably not going to come back, at least not for a while, mm-hmm. the big beer releases. But one thing that is coming back because of the weather, and we're supposed to have a real nice week coming up, is outside drinking. Just <sighs> being outdoors. Patio drinking. And drinking. Man, I don't know what it is about the sunshine. I'm not a huge uh, during the week day drinker, but when you get a nice day and it's like 70 something degrees out and you got all your stuff that are out two or three in the afternoon, uh, it, it's a very short nudge to get me to be like, hey, let's have one or six. Yeah, well, that, my wife was actually talking about that earlier this week. She was talking about cutting back, being healthier. We kind of went, oh. around my birthday just uh, last week, we kind of went... Uh, you went too far? Went a little far, and, and now she's like, you know, I just don't feel like I get, get the headaches and stuff when I wake up in the morning. I don't want to feel that anymore. And so she's like, what about we cut it back to, you know... X amount of days. So that's where your household's at in quarantine. You're talking about cutting back your drinking. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I I would be all about that. But here we've got summer months coming up. And like you said, like it doesn't take much for the nice weather to be happening outside for me to be like, hey, you know what? I could go for one on the porch right now. Yeah, like Sunday fun day doesn't really exist in the dregs of winter when it's like late January and five degrees. But when it's nice out and you can go to the beach, you can go for a walk, you can go do something. You can just be outside, have a bonfire. Uh, man, it's a lot easier to start sucking down some crispy boys. I already feel yeah. like my palate, as far as the beers go, changing. I'm starting to shy away a little bit from stouts and some of the barley wines. And um, I drank it earlier this weekend, the uh, the, the Masagave grapefruit from Founders. Ooh, is that good? Yeah, but it, uh, it's a beer I, would, I didn't want to – I wouldn't have been excited about in December or January, but now it's like grapefruit. You're thinking, ah, you're, and, uh, and I, I, it's funny we were talking about me being in the stores. I actually saw Barrel Runners still on a shelf. Dude, I would actually think about picking that up. That aged really well. Yeah, and it's just like a super tropical fun, like, hey, it's like suntan lotion. Spring break. Yeah. Hey. yeah. So, uh, so I'm, I'm excited because we might not be able to get together like we used to, but we could at least go out and enjoy the new season, the new drinks, and, uh, and you know some of those brighter, sunnier palettes we've been used to. I'm kind of curious, too, now that you mentioned that, about getting into the store and seeing what's there. Because, you know, with all the releases that come out typically from, like, a Founders or Bells, and, you know, we hear about it or we see it yeah. when we're out at the stores, we haven't gotten to do that for, like, over a month now. And we we might see some new stuff that we, we didn't even know was there. Yeah. That's still left on the shelf. Like, that actually has aged a little wolf. Yeah, and uh, I'll just tell you right now, the uh, the barrel runners on the south side at the, the Blarney Stone on Miami. Okay. Yeah, crazy. Um, have to get down there. <laughs> yeah, and but I've also as as we've been able to get back into some of the stores, a lot of places are blowing stuff out. Every place that I went this week had some sort of crazy sale item. Ooh, markdowns. Yeah, yeah, because they've got to move inventory because people haven't been able to go in and shop the way they we've been used to the last few months. But um, it's I don't know. I'm just I'm really excited that the, the sun's out and things are nice and it you know. And yeah, we, should be, we should talk about what we've, we're looking forward to. You know, as as the as the drinking weeks come up and uh start to fill up a little bit yeah all right we'll get to that a little bit next hour we've got to get to uh geez man we have news and notes at the end of the show we have the pick six it's almost like we have the entire show yet to get to we have to get the movie the movie here on music to my beer
And now, a thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with Music to My Beers, B-Movie. 1039 The Bears, Music to My Beers. Welcome, welcome, welcome. A fresh, not rerun episode of the show this week. Zach and I were able to carve out some studio time. And uh, Mr. Miller, how are you? You doing good? I'm doing well. Yeah, just uh, keep it on, keep it on, right? Yeah. Keep on trucking. <laughs> right. Life's a garden. Dig it. Keep calm. Carry on. One of the first things we ever did on Music to My Beers all those 160 zillion shows ago was we had decided we wanted to pair, uh, we wanted to sit back, talk a little movies, and pair that with some beer, give it a rating system, and a little segment we've dubbed The B-Movie. And uh, we were just talking about festivals, or I guess lack thereof now, and yeah. uh, one great movie about festivals this week we're going to do is Wayne's World 2. Yeah. This is all about Wayne stock. If you build it, they will come, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's funny. When that movie came out, I, had, I was 12, 13, 14 years old. I had zero understanding of the Doors or that Oliver Stone movie or a, like a, any references to like, you know, Morrison's Indian that he saw. I had no reference point for anything that's referenced in this film other than stuff that, uh, that Wayne and Garth did from Saturday Night Live. I didn't know. I didn't know that Jim Morrison, he had seen a, like a, a weird naked Indian. Yeah. Really? Yeah, if you ever watched the, the Oliver Stone Doors movie, it's, okay. it, it's Val Kilmer. It's great, dude. Fantastic. But uh, yeah, it, it has the whole, like, how he sees the Native American, how Jim sees it, you know. Oh, wow. So that whole joke from Wayne's World, I had no frame of reference for. Not at all. Nothing. I thought that was the originator. No. No. <laughs> it's just one big parody. Yeah. There's a couple parodies in that movie. I know at the end, they've got the graduate scene where um, Cassandra, she's getting married to Christopher Walken's character, and then Wayne stops and... I, I'm not gonna. I, typically, if we do a B movie that's been out for a while or it's a classic, I have no problem going back and watching the classics like Super Troopers. But yeah, I don't go back and watch Wayne's World because I remember it from when I was a kid. I was 12, 13 when these movies came out, and I don't want to go back. We rewatch it and find out that this movie was a turd. Oh, the first one was the best as far as like this series goes. And I always thought there was a period of my life where I thought they've got to do Wayne's World three, get Dana Carvey, Mike Myers back together. He was he was big into uh, doing um, Austin Powers, and I thought, and they had a big falling out, if I mm-hmm. remember after after this, or it was even between the two Wayne's World, but they were contractually committed to do the second one. Oh, gotcha. I, if I remember the story right, but there, there was some reason those guys weren't friends after this. That makes sense. Probably that's because the movie, maybe because the movie was terrible, and that's why their 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 friendship was. <laughs> Was uh, was over, but I'll go first okay. because of the season we're in, and we were talking a moment ago how your palate uh, your palate sort of changes a little bit. The flavor profiles you seek out change as the uh, as the weather changes. So I'm going to give this six Ooh. dogfish head sea quench, dude. That's a good one. Flavor with sea salt, black lime. Ooh, I don't even know what a black lime is. I'm just hoping it's not a lime that's gone rotten. But uh, it's it's a fantastic summertime drinker. It's highly sessionable. And I believe there were a couple bars last summer that had it on tap, and uh, it's it's amazing if you ever get a chance to try it. But I have a feeling I'm going to need six of them because I don't think this movie's going to hold up to be uh, like a timeless classic. <laughs> I, like, you know, I made the mistake in my in my 20s. I'm like, you know what we used to think was funny were earnest movies. So we rented a bunch of earnest movies. Oh man, they're terrible. They're earnest, terrible. Scared, stupid. Yeah, but when I was a kid, that was like the highest. That was like the highest echelon, the highest tier of comedy. So I'm worried if I go back and watch Wayne's World 2, I think, wow, this is just like Ernest all over again. It does not does not age well. It is not as good as the first, definitely. Um, I've gone back. I've watched the first in probably the last year. Is it still good? It's still, it still, it holds up. I love the first one with like Rob Lowe's character and stuff and just like Benjamin. the whole. Benjamin. Yeah. <laughs> wanted to take them and make them syndicated and everything I thought was awesome. Um, this one, it just, 
maybe it was because they were actually like going through some issues like Mike Myers and Dana Carvey. Maybe that's why it, it kind of bled through the movie. But I just, I, I, I'll give it a 15 pack. Okay. Of, uh, Whoa. I know. Well, cause typically when I go to a festival, I like drinking a low gravity beer because you're going to be drinking early in the morning. Budweiser? Yeah. So I'm going to go with solo from goose Island. Have you tried it? It's, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's Zach's official review. It's good. Yeah, it's low in calorie content and uh, low in ABV. So um, I would definitely choose a 15 pack of that to uh, to watch this movie again because I'll probably need all 15. All I remember is going to all day music festivals. Is I did not have craft beer money to be there all day. It was uh, whatever the cheapest lager or uh, or pilsner was. Oh, the ones that I went to, you you camp out. So you camp there, and you have your beer in your tent, and then you go into the music festival, and then maybe you spend on one. Oh. No? Rothbury? No. Do you, re- do you remember that one? Yeah, I remember. I, w- I never went to those. Oh. Yeah, I, I wasn't that cool. I, I got free tickets one time, and so I was like, well, I, I'll buy it. I'll go. Uh, I'm talking like Rock on the Range. Oh, okay, and yeah. like there was one at Chicago Speedway back in the day, Woodstock 99. Do you camp out for Rock on the Range? Uh, we, we got uh, an RV. Oh, okay. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I'd do that. Glamping. I'm not a yeah. real man. I wouldn't pitch a tent. No, <laughs> no. I got to have a shower at least. Well, this is kind of cool. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? I'm I'm good, man. I I feel like I am a habit of um of repetition. Like I like drinking the same thing every week. Do you find yourself like that or do you like drinking different things every week? Um, I like to I'd like to mix it up and drink and drink different things, but I always have that that beer that I'll shift down into the go to. Yeah, I've kind of learned over the years to if I'm going to have something new that I've never had before, have it early in the night so I can you know appreciate the complexities and the flavor profile and and then uh, downshift into something run of the mill, but I still enjoy later on. Okay, yeah. What what's your downshifter? Uh, two hearted all day, just okay. something I can get a case of, you know. Um, yeah. Lately, it's been whatever's left in the back of the beer fridge. Just a calico mix of the things that I didn't finish in the previous weekends. But do you find yourself drinking the same days every week or the same occasions? Um, I'm pretty much a creature of habit where I'm like, I'm probably two, two a night. Sorry, doctor. Wow. <laughs> <I know. laughs> but it's always like the the beer that, uh, that I drink while I'm prepped, prepping dinner, doing okay. dinner and stuff like that. Drink one then. And then after dinner, um, like that after kids are down. So that, what are we talking that like beer. a couple of pilsners, or are you talking like something big? Well, uh, I mean, one beer technically is a bomber, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all out of those. No more bombers. Oh. Well, I, I guess that's not necessarily true unless you count the the Goose Islands and yeah. some Dark Lords. Okay, so I've got some of those left. But like, I mean, as far as like, can I just go down to the basement and pick whatever I want off the shelf? Nah. Nah. I gotta gotta have a special occasion now. You're like that uh, that meme. I will never financially recover from this. I will never. No. Uh-huh. Um, no, I, I would say, so it kind of varies. I always keep like a 30 pack of hams because I, I was getting real nervous because when they were a young man trapped, uh, wound up over an old man's body. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Land of the sky, blue waters. I took a picture of a classic can that was in a gas station in Michigan that I saw, um, a couple of weeks ago. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> I was like, you care if I take a picture of this? Can I, can I have that? No. Um, but it's, it's typically like that if, uh, if I know that I'll have a few, but then it's like a two hearted if, um, I'm enjoying something like later on in the evening. All right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know that uh, frequency for a lot of people have changed. Uh, Jason uh, is Drake just about every day during quarantine. Oh, yeah. yeah? He's like, I don't know how many more weeks of this I can do. <laughs> uh, I usually keep it to the weekends, and then I crack once during the week. Earlier this week, it was uh, it was Wednesday that done up, reared up and bit me, but also because it was super nice out. Like, Yeah. We had a Zoom call. There was some uh, a beer or two I had there, but then I walked outside. If it was over, I'm thinking, man, it's 70-something degrees. It feels fantastic outside. Like, you know, what's that line for a minute? Work in the air was right for drinking. <laughs> You have that saying right around your head. You're like, you know what? I can have a few right now. But, I can go for a few, yeah. Yeah, but I, I do like, and like I mentioned last hour, I like going back into the bottle shops to be able to make my selection and, and grab a few things. And uh, we'll get to it in the pick six. I had uh, a new thing earlier this week that I thought was fantastic. And I know if I didn't see it, I never would have known about it. Even though I follow this brewery on social media, I'm really terrible about seeing a post, reading it, and then putting it in my brain like, oh. Go-. And you found it in the bottle shop? Yeah. Do you know anybody that still is doing the shipping thing across the country or getting stuff from, like, I don't know, I've Great got a, Notion or anything? Yeah, I've got a couple of friends that, uh, you know, it's illegal and it's not endorsed by this show at all. But no. we'll order, they have mules that will, you know, whatever town the brewery is, whether it's 450 North down uh, at the extreme south part of the state or it's Great Notion out in uh, in Oregon, they'll, they'll have stuff shipped in. They'll buy it that way. But I got gotcha. you. The going rate for some of that stuff, and if I were to if I were to jump in on it, it'd be forty five bucks for a four pack of can, sixteen ounce cans shipped. Mm. And uh, that's that's like right over the hump of being something I'd be cool with. Like you know, that's pretty expensive. I get a bit salty if I look in the fridge and find out somebody's somebody's consumed one of my you know more special beers. But I couldn't imagine how mad I'd get, how salty and, and you know sour I would be if I looked in and realized that somebody drank one of the beers that I paid almost 50 bucks for a four-pack of. Yeah. I'm about half that. That's like my max. I think $25 for a four-pack is where I'm at. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, and, uh, and $25.99 is my extreme absolute limit, and I'm not happy about that. I'm not happy about that at all. I've, I found uh, a couple of four-packs earlier this week of 16-ounce cans for that were on sale for 10 bucks. Oh, yeah, bad. and I thought, this is a value. You know, 10 years ago, I would have said, I'm not paying that much for a beer. That's outrageous. But now it seems like, oh, oh, yeah. And then every once in a while, you'll look over down the aisle at the grocery store and see how much they're charging for soda. And you're like, wow, they're giving this stuff away. Oh, yeah. Oh. You can get a 12-pack for $3. That's incredible value. But this is the segment of the show we've dubbed the Pick 6. I throw in three beers to a six-pack. Zach throws in three beers. This is our employees, our staff picks. And I'm going to go first this week. I told you earlier I uh, was in a bottle shop getting back to shopping inside of a store, and I found a new one from one of our favorites here on Music to My Beers, 18th Street. Ooh. It's a it's called Lucifer in a Haze. It's a double dry hopped, double IPA, and it was, I think, $15.99. So it was, yeah. it was afford- affordably priced and, uh, and strong as hell. <laughs> Uh, it's it's great. It was a little bit uh, light on that dry hopped, uh, that typical mouthfeel you're looking for, and a tiny bit sweet at the end, but very well done, man. I, I have yet to have a bad beer from 18th Street. I love everything those guys put out. And you see the artwork, you get excited. You're like, ooh, this is going to be crazy. I do love. They're, they, to me, like it was always three Floyds over in that region mm-hmm. that like dominated, but then once, once 18th Street started putting out stuff, I was like, this is really good. Yeah, we had a was a bourbon barrel aged vanilla hunter from oh. those guys a long time ago that was fantastic. But uh, mm-hmm. only it was it was last summer, uh, maybe two ago that uh, some of my in laws came into town and we did a Southwest Michigan brew tour, and that was one of the stops we did. And I had never really spent any significant time at 18th Street. Like I'd just stop in, grab some beer, and leave as I'm heading through from Chicago. 
But that, that place is great. The vibe of the brewery is awesome. I love that it's in a dangerous neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> it's in Gary, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's one in Michigan City. Okay. And uh, and then I think, yeah, what is it, Gary? Somewhere around there. But okay. uh, I remember looking around thinking, wow, most of these buildings are boarded up. Cool. <laughs> but it's just it's a super fun vibe. And everyone we were with, we're like, we need to come back. Out of all the breweries we went to, that was the one that they said, that, you know, we need to make a return trip here and, and do this right. Oh, yeah. And I said, well, we can't very well walk to our hotel room from this place. So we'll have to do a little bit of planning. Uh, it was a great beer if you have a chance to pick it up. I think it just came out this week, uh, this last week, so snag that. Uh, the next one I'm going to throw in is a classic, and I get a little bit a little bit misty when you think about the, how we used to be before the quarantine. One of my favorite beers to order at, uh, at Wings Etc. when I'm sitting down to have some wings, just get a huge tall schooner of Foggy Geezer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we don't do... Uh, we, uh, Foggy Geezer, I, I think of the three beers that Warpigs does um, is... I think it's the best. Salmon Pants, uh, it's okay. Yeah. It's a good session beer, and uh, I, I think Foggy Geezer's a home run. Laserite's pretty good. Oh, that's right, yeah. I almost forgot about Foggy Geezer, and then my neighbor was like, you know what I've been drinking lately? Foggy Geezer. I'm like, oh, dude, yeah. i got to get my hands on that. And I think, what was it, five years ago, four years ago, they rolled it all out because we got Laserite first, mm-hmm. and that was available everywhere. Then a month or two went by, and then Salmon Pants showed up, and Foggy Geezer was their, their hazy entry, but it, that showed up last. That was the one we were all most excited to grab. That was that's a good one. And the other one I'm going to throw in, and I'm such a uh, what is the term I should use? I'm a stan. I'm a stan for stan? the for New Belgium's Voodoo series. Oh, dude! And you know what? You, you talk about packaging and marketing. The, I'm the guy that falls for that stuff. But I see a new entry into their uh, their Voodoo Ranger series. I get pumped because I know the skeleton's going to be on the six pack, wearing some different clothes, and it's going to go along with whatever the theme is. But the latest one they came out with, they had American Haze a few weeks back, is the uh, Voodoo Ranger 1985 Haze. Yes. And it's great. It's a little bit uh, less strong than than its cousins in the series, and it's a little bit sweeter. But it's it's a new one, and I'm equally as excited. And you know what? I don't notice a ton of difference between all of these. They could be using it could be actually the same beer in every can. Maybe just the label gives me a different uh, you know something in my mind when I'm drinking it. But I, I like it. Oh, man. And mostly just because you're like, hey, it's easy to get, easy to find. Yeah. And, and typically a six-pack, I think I get it at Kroger, goes for like $9. And they've they've come out with those pretty frequently. I feel like every other month there's like a new one mm-hmm. from that series. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of how um, uh, Revolution's doing with their Hero series. Oh, yeah, that's you know, another good one. One, they have the, the artwork that all kind of ties into the broader theme, but they, they keep it fresh enough. Like we had Hazy Hero come out a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. But it seems like every month, every six to eight weeks, we get a new one. So I, I'm excited. And, yeah, I'm a, I'm a total stand for Voodoo Ranger from uh, from New Belgium. I'm, I'm all about that. i got to try that one. Um, it, I... Uh, it's sorry, just nice. To, no, it's just nice to get something new, but also something that's easy and cheap. Exactly. You know, yeah. you, you don't get all three of those things and very, you know, together very often. Not usually. <laughs> if something's good, it's usually not very cheap. If it's really good, it's not cheap. It's also usually hard to get. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw in three. Um, one that's pretty accessible that you could probably all always get. I've actually never been, and they've been out of it. Is Turtle Tamer. At Crooked U. There we go. I was mentioning earlier in the show how I picked up a, a growler there. It's great. They've got that order. It's so easy to order online with that that Toast tab or Toast TV or whatever it is. Um, you just put in your order what you're going to do. You can do food as well. And then you can go and pick it up. And they've got the growler exchange program where you bring in one of your Crooked U growlers and you exchange it for one of their that they completely sanitize. I, I said to my wife, I said, the one thing during this whole quarantine the that breweries have going for it is that they've already known how to sanitize everything prior to the coronavirus. They 
they're they're the best. And uh, so I would I'm gonna throw Crooked You in there uh, with the Turtle Tamer because I I didn't have that one for a long time. I usually I, go with the Vital. And I know they they hang their hat on, and rightly mm-hmm. so. It's award winning. The Glasgow Butcher, Ooh, their, yes. their Scotch Ale. But to me, man, like every brewery has that one or two defining beers or the beers that you just will always love no matter what. Yeah, the Turtle Tamer and the Vital. Like to me, that's. That's mm-hmm. what I'm after when I go in there. And they do have them in bottles to go as well. Yeah. Like that they've just Ain't you fancy. I I know. I was big money spending. Yeah. Um and then also I'm gonna throw in I got my hands on Beards Brewery. I know that you've worn uh the shirt. You got thing. it for me from a, a beer visit. You yeah. Did. That's yeah. another thing Zach, that's another cutesy thing Zach and I do is we buy each other beer and merch from breweries when we go. I got I got my hands on the or dog ador- man. Adorable. <laughs> the dog man? The dog man. And you know how like this past it was like a week ago. It was kind of chillier. It was like one of the colder weeks that we've had in May, I think, in the past. Yeah, it was a bummer. Yeah, so the Scotch Scotch Ale, it drank pretty good. All right. At an 8.3 from uh, Beards. And I think that they distribute over the course of the state. I could be wrong. Maybe maybe not. Maybe not. I think the only time I've had their beers when you've done brung it to me from one of your Gulliver's Travels. Oh, okay. From way, way up north. Yeah. Up north in the Great Yonder. Um, and then the last one that I'm going to throw in, I have not had yet, but I've seen it uh, pop up everywhere, and we were talking about it a little bit ago off the air. But the Master Kush from Bare Hands looks phenomenal. It's uh, formulated with three outstanding uh, hybrid hop varieties. They say that they've got huge blasts of citrus, pineapple, and dank hops. 7-2. That sounds like it's right in the uh, the wheelhouse of this show. Can I order it right now and get it delivered? <laughs> it's the Lord's Day, Zach. There is our pick six for this week's Music to My Beers. We have to get to Darcy's Chick Pick. And, uh, oh, we may have some notes and news and notes. Yeah. Yeah, we were, uh, we've were. we been excited all week because, one, we get to do a new episode of Music to My Beers. There's no rerun. And, two, the weather's starting to change a little bit later than we would have liked it to. But uh, our drinking habits are changed. The uh, stout in the garage days are gone for the calendar year, and now it's backyard barbecue and uh, some lighter lagers. I do I do love that. I love there's something about being out by your grill and cracking something, something fresh, something like juicy and and even dank. And uh even and, if it's just a regular guy, like last year we got all hyped to drink crispy boys and hard seltzers. You oh, know, drink, yeah. drink the light beers and the seltzers all all summer long. It doesn't matter what it is. It, t- it tastes better when there's sun on it. It's true. You get that vitamin D as the the beer's going down. Yeah, now so when, you, when you're stocking yourself for like a, a typical weekend, it's just you, your wife, and your kids at home. Obviously, the kids aren't drinking. Maybe they are. Maybe you're a cool dad like that. I don't know. But when you stock your cooler or your 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 fridge for the weekend, what do you typically put in it? I'm having a problem where I want to start pushing a little bit harder uh, and and broadening my horizons for the craft loggers and pilsners. Yeah, because that's you know that's the OG beer flavor. Yeah, and uh, and it's just it's it's something that I haven't investigated or or drank a ton of, and I need to. But my wife doesn't like either of those flavors, mm. either, either of those styles of beer. So it's not like I can go out and buy a fifteen pack of solid gold and we're good for the weekend. What do you stock your fridge with to get to get you and your wife through a weekend? Um, I typically I've been buying like uh, affordable six packs because I feel like then you get a little bit you kind of create your own variety. You know, just like those those mixer packs that you could buy from like New Belgium or right. um, Sierra Nevada. I I buy three six packs because that I think is good to get us through the weekend. Eighteen brews over Mister Miller's. All and, right, and we're not drinking all of them in a given weekend, but it kind of gets us over that weekend hump and yeah. through on into earlier in the week, maybe even all the way through to the next weekend. Um, just because she likes she likes IPAs. Um, 
but it's got she's got to be in the mood for it. And every once in a while, she's like, well, I'm actually in the mood for a Corona. Can we do Corona? And I'm like, okay, so I'll get one like six pack of Corona and then maybe a six pack of Two Hearted. I like the occasional variety pack, but it always like the same beers are in every pack. There's the beer yeah. that you wish there was more of. Then there's like the losery beer that just got shoveled in there. You think this is terrible, but better you, just chug this one. Yeah, I got to get through it because it came in the variety pack, and I've got four more of these things in there. I know it, but um, you know, I I, I think it's. It's uh, it's something we've and we've talked the last couple of years here on the beer show about how more and more craft breweries are pushing into lager beers, pushing into pilsners. Mm-hmm. But they're great. But also for for some reason, and maybe it's because those were the first beers any of us ever had. Uh, th- they always seem more crushable, and and, yeah. and they all come in at lower ABVs than. <coughs> pardon me, but over the life of the show, we've gotten so used to drinking like double IPAs, triple mm-hmm. IPAs, double dry hop, you know, and and everything's just so high throttle and high octane. But the, the Pilsners and the Loggers, those are the original session beers because our, our old man, our, our dad would sit yeah. there and you know drink 12 on a weekend and not not be too out of sorts. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, too, is it's, it's always interesting seeing what these craft guys um, have up their sleeve because there's the different wheats and grains and local hops that they can get that the bigger guys yeah. don't look at because the bigger guys, they have the recipe. A Bud Light here is going to taste like a Bud Light over on the coast. And and so we've got local uh, breweries that are putting that stuff out, and they can actually they can get the the hops from up in Kalamazoo and and kind of add that into it, and it, it it does something with the flavor. I mean, it's there's there's little intricacies in there that it's like yes, it it tastes like the beer, the lager, but it's also there's a there's a little bit of craft there. Yeah, and we'll use Solid Gold as an example. Uh, it, yeah, it tastes like a like a very expensive Budweiser would. Yeah. And it's full of flavor, full yeah. of calories, I'm sure. Oh yeah, but heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Solid gold be heavy too. But um, we're gonna we're gonna have more fun with this uh, as the show gets further and further into warmer weather. We even may do a poolside music to my beers. Oh, I Who love knows? that. You know, have a few, dump some really expensive equipment into the drink, get really, really yelled at, <laughs> written up at work. It's going to be classic, man. It's going to be classic. Yeah. Uh, we still have music to my beers to get to yet in the uh, the hour, and now we're going to clear the board as Darcy swings through with her weekly chick pick. Hey, it's Darcy with your chick pick. So the beer I had this week that I haven't had in a long time and I really, really love, we had that one day, I think it was Wednesday, where it was sunny and it was really nice outside. So I sat outside and I had from 18th Street, which is one of my favorite breweries, the Candy Crushable. It's an IPA. It clocks in at 5.5%, which is perfect because, well, you want something while you're enjoying the weather to take it easy, right? You don't want something too heavy. A 12%er, that's just going to knock you on your ass. You want to enjoy the the nice weather. So that's why I picked that. It's delicious, slightly hazy. You can taste the citrus and the hops, and it's perfect for warm weather. Perfect for any weather, really. So that's what I pick. Now, for my song... I picked it for a reason, not just randomly. I'm picking Corrosion of Conformity's Albatross because I put up a bird feeder for the first time in my life. Yeah, that's how that's how my days are going. And I'm pretty annoyed that not one bird has stopped by. So maybe this will bring him to the yard. I'm Darcy. That's your chick pick. All right. Okay. Um, you know, I get, grab a hold of the microphone and I get to tell you about what's coming up or what's not coming up yeah the last obviously. couple last couple of weeks we've done new episodes here in quarantine uh there hasn't been a lot to chat about it's only been cancellations and cancellations yep and or postponements because you know if if you postpone it and you put it later on in the season maybe just maybe we'll get a chance to come out there and uh, be a part of it so uh one thing that i know is a, a big thing that burnham brewery does in, in michigan city is their brewers olympics and the one for this year was scheduled for july of 18th they just announced 
that it's actually going to be postponed until summer of 2021. So we can look forward to that. Um, also postponed, which was supposed to be this past Friday, it was at Four Winds Field, the uh, Junior Achievement um, Wine and Beer Festival. I remember postponed. that from last year. You Super were there. Fun. Yeah. Weren't you guys, did you guys host it or you and yeah. Jason? We were, okay. uh, we were like MCs a little bit. That's cool. Yeah, it was super fun. Yeah, so that's that's actually been postponed, um, and I can't find a new date for that. But I would just uh, I'd like to say that if uh, you know, obviously we we all have friends that are in the restaurant business, the brewery right uh, business. Um, still support those restaurants and bars right now through carryout and delivery services, uh, gift cards, etc. Because now, even though we're at fifty percent capacity in those establishments, fifty percent doesn't doesn't cut it when it comes to you know right. paying the employees and and your bills and stuff. So still carry out um, delivery and gift cards, and that list is actually at one hundred three nine thebearcom dot com with Operation Restaurant Rescue. So I'll plug that again for the um, what the eighth week now. Yeah. How many weeks are we in quarantine, dude? Don't ask me, man. Uh, but it is nice. It's nice to see people getting out and uh, and doing it responsibly and being able to enjoy some of the stuff that we we used to, right? You know, before all this. So that's another week in the books of brand new music Woo! to my beers. Hopefully, we'll see you back here next week, and hopefully, we'll have some beer stuff to talk about. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, some new events maybe or new beers. But uh, cheers to you, Mr. Miller. Cheers. Cheers. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.